This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 818, Growing in Love by Alex Curry. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who's been reading articles, book excerpts, and even student essays to you every day, including holidays, for over two years. This is with permission from the authors and or websites, by the way. And I mentioned student essays because like I do occasionally on the show, I have another one to share with you today, again from Dr. Chris Patty's class at Appalachian State University. He created an assignment for his students that fits really well with this show. So it's an ongoing thing now, which is awesome. The submissions were great and we picked two to feature. I'll do one today and then another tomorrow. Today's comes from Alex Curry. He's from Winston-Salem, North Carolina and is a sophomore at Appalachian State University majoring in criminal justice and minoring in communication and sociology. He plans to go into public safety and hopes to use his education to help others in his community. All of his contact info with this episode's description at oldpodcast.com. And with that, let's get right to his essay and start optimizing your life. Growing in Love by Alex Curry. For some people, it's incredibly hard to say, I love you. And for others, it is too easy. Some people say it to fix problems. Others say it when they don't know what else to say. Hopefully we've all said at some point in our lives to parents, siblings, spouses, and significant others. We hear it on TV, in music, on walks to class, drives to work, and nights out. Love has been diluted and is our own fault when we say, I love blank, like we say, hello. I love that picture. I love that outfit. I love that drink, app, class, team. We have fallen in love with the inanimate. How do we find what it means to truly love? Can we reclaim the deepest sense of love? I've been dating the same woman for five years. Hannah and I met in eighth grade on the swim team of our small private school. I was a skinny, weird kid, and when I first asked her out, she turned me down. I know, strong start, kid. I tried again a few months later with more success. Over the next four years, we both grew up a lot. We swam all four years of high school. We saw each other every day at lunch, in the hall, during classes together. We were inseparable. Now we're at college together attending Appalachian State. Hannah's studying hard to be a doctor. My plan is to go into law enforcement or public safety. We're busy. We both have less time for each other. And still, I can say without a doubt, I love her more than I did in high school. I also admire, adore, believe in, feel for, and respect her. Our time together has allowed these feelings to grow and become ingrained in our relationship. As I look back on our relationship, I can see the specific points where the seeds of these emotions were planted. I began to admire her when she told me she wanted to be a doctor. I feel admiration for her when I remember our first kiss. I've believed in her since she showed me how strong she could be while her mother underwent surgery. I felt compassion for her when she had to put down her childhood dog, Polo. I've respected her for showing me grace that I sometimes can't show myself. These moments make up our love. Neither of us can remember when we first said, I love you. However, we know it was too early to mean what we thought it did. The more experiences I share with Hannah, the less I say, I love you. Although this may seem like I love her less, I feel it shows I love her more. We both understand and appreciate the work, time, and sacrifices a long-term relationship requires. In college, we see people who wanna get married after dating for a semester. I remember my father's sage advice every time I left the house for a date, don't do anything stupid. At the time, I thought he meant I wasn't supposed to act reckless, 
Now I see he was talking about much more than that. He didn't want me to rush into a relationship. Well, dad has since stopped warning me. Maybe he thinks I've got it all figured out. I wish. As Hannah's and my relationship has matured, I've learned to understand and more fully appreciate what it means to say I love you, what it should feel like to say the words. When we say I love you, it should really matter and bring up all the positive emotions associated with a person and relationship. I'm not saying don't say I love you. I'll get to that in a moment. I'm saying don't set expectations for love that hasn't had time to grow. When you say I love you and those emotions and memories don't come forward, be patient rather than frustrated. I promise those emotions will come with time and the right person. We have to understand that while falling in love is accidental, people don't fall on purpose, growing in love is intentional. In order to find someone we truly love, we must connect with the people around us over more than shared interests in the weather that week. We must purposefully connect over each other's struggles, problems, and joys. Dr. John Gottman, a world-renowned psychologist known for his research on marital stability and relational communication, states that it's not our responsibility to be interesting. Rather, we are responsible for being interested in others, interested in another. As you share parts of your life with someone, both struggles and successes, you will both be able to look back and see when those emotions you associate with love first occurred. Connect over the intangible and incalculable aspects of life, pain, loss, joy, and elation. My relationship with Hannah has never been perfect, but looking back over the past five years, I have seen what it looks like to grow in love. Two people working together continuously, connecting and changing as life changes, growing together. You just listened to the post titled Growing in Love by Alex Curry. Funny that he mentioned John Gottman. Gottman.com is one of the sites we have permission to narrate on Optimal Relationships Daily. But anyway, thank you to Alex for his work and Dr. Chris Patty for putting this all together. It's always a pleasure. Again, if you wanna connect with Alex or read this in detail, come by oldpodcast.com and find this episode. I'll also have Dr. P's info too. And thank you for listening and being here and for subscribing to the show. If you're new here, it's easy and free to listen every day. You can have each episode sent to you automatically in the podcast app of your choice simply by subscribing, including in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much any app that plays podcasts. Just search for Optimal Living Daily and hit subscribe. I'll be back tomorrow with another student essay. So I'll see you there in the Friday show where your optimal life awaits.